Welcome to the Asset Management Fridays edition of the Passive Income Through Multifamily Real Estate Podcast. Your hosts, Gary Lipsky and Kyle Mitchell, have more than 45 years of combined experience in operations and management and more than 25 years of real estate investing experience. This show focuses on educating syndicators and apartment owners on how to build systems, manage their properties more efficiently, and become a best-in-class operator. 100% straight talk. Let's jump in. Hey, everyone. Welcome to our Asset Management Friday segment of the Passive Income Through Multifamily Real Estate Podcast. I'm your co-host, Kyle Mitchell, also joined by Gary Lipsky. Also, be sure to check out our Facebook group, Passive Income Through Multifamily Real Estate. How many times have you thought there has to be a better way while working through endless rent rules and historicals? Enter Red IQ, who will process and standardize them, generate deep and accurate property insights, and bring you through the final underwriting all in just five minutes. As for underwriting, thanks to Red IQ's new Excel add-in called QuickSync, you can continue using your own model and instantaneously populate it with the data from Red IQ with just the click of a button. Request a demo today at RedIQ.com. All right. Today on the show, we have Chris Jackson. Chris, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for being on. If you can start by telling the listeners a little bit more about yourself and what you currently do. Sure. Multifamily investor, syndicator. I've been doing this for 10 years. I've done all aspects of real estate investing. We've done over 500 unit transactions, have a little over 300 units in our portfolio right now, our largest being 174 unit. We've raised over 12 million bucks and I'm a technologist and I bring that technology to our asset management skill set. Well, great to have you on, Chris. Let's talk about renewal management. What does renewal management look like for you? So renewal management looked like one thing before. Renewal management now in the last two months looks different. Our renewal management now is really, I think the first focus is just being about relationships. So getting in front of your residents about 60 to 90 days beforehand and having your touch point so that you don't just show up asking them for a renewal. You have to get in front of them and ask them how they're feeling. And maybe there are certain things you can do to the unit that don't cost that much and it can keep them. And it's a lot less than turning a unit. And what did it look like six months ago for you? Six months ago, it was more about that regimented process where you would have reminders. I feel like now you have to be, your touch points have to be even closer and people change their minds a lot more right now. You're not sure, are they leaving? Are they staying? I would say almost like once every two weeks, you have to make sure that the resident is going to stay and making sure that they have everything they need. And does renewal management change with the cycle of the property, not the cycle of the economic times, but like when you take over property to maybe three years down the road of owning it? Yeah, I do. I do. Actually, I think that you have to look at it at a specific point in time. You have to see where you're going through in your reposition as well. You may want to do more units that are heavier lifts in the beginning but then keep some of the residents and not push your rents as hard. Then you might be further along and your rents got really high. You just have to have more open conversations with your residents about what the current property can command as far as rental. And obviously you've been very successful in this business, but can you tell the listeners about a plan that went awry? Yeah. I mean, uh, we actually went into some single families about three or four years ago, where we tried to apply single family portfolio with a multifamily lens. And I just, I couldn't scale it. I mean, we sold a bunch, we did well with it, 
I just found I could not scale. It was constantly reinventing the wheel. There was no templatizing. It's not for me. It's, some people do quite well with it. It's not for us. It's interesting you went reverse because most people start in single family and go into multifamily. What was happening is 2016, I started to see a lot more competitive price. Like people started to get very competitive in multifamily. So we said, let's take what we know into single family. We just abandoned it to not grow it. And then we doubled back in in multifamily and it was the best decision we made. And how, how do you track if a renewal plan is working and, and what are the key measurements and tools? I mean, you can do certain things like you want to see like your, what is the current rent? Obviously, where are you pushing to? And you want to see, are your residents actually staying after the renewal? Like, did you push too hard? I would say that's a more unique metric that I don't know if everybody's looking at. Do your renewal stay longer than one year? Did you push too hard? Are you targeting a certain percentage or it's just really by feel each, you know, as you go along? Right now, it's feel. Beforehand, there was a formula about taking where the distance was from current rent to where you want to push it and then coming up with a certain percentage and sticking to it. I think one, all operators right now can benefit from being flexible. <laughs> totally agree. How do you see renewal management changing over the, the next five years? Well, I think it's going to adjust every year. You have to see where your rent's going. We'll see, all of us will see how hard do you have to give concessions. Maybe you don't have to give concessions. I just think it's a year by year situation. Also, how much capital does a property have now to do your renovations? Maybe you have to be more, I guess the word I'm saying aggressive on on renewals. You want your residents to stay so you don't have to do your terms. And any other tidbit that you know a newbie can take advantage of of your experience on renewal management? On renewal management specifically, I think from a newbie perspective, I think it's uh, going to be somewhat, I'm going to get psychological. I would say it's more about being a people person, like actually empathizing with people. You have to come up with your standards and things like that, but don't look at numbers all the time. Yeah, that's good advice. I'm going to pass it over to Kyle for our last question. All right, Chris, what is your asset management superpower? My asset management superpower is from being an introvert, it is relationship building. And relationship building affects all the pillars of asset management from renewal management, to delinquency management, to resident marketing, to community development, to your team on site that you need to have them believe in your dream. And then contractor and vendor management, they need to believe in your dream too, because they want they need to do the best work. So I believe that just uh, the ethos of, of relationship building is our superpower. Okay, great. And then one last question. I know you mentioned you want to say 30 to 60 days ahead of it. Are you doing anything creative when you are reaching out to your residents, like giving them any type of concession or a, or a one-year anniversary gift or anything like that? Actually, one-year anniversary gift is awesome. Didn't think of that. So thank you. I'm going to put that arrow You're in welcome. my quiver. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it's about actually a, a little more of ease of communication right now. Like everybody thinks that they want the one-on-one communication, maybe change the communication types and, and preferences. Some people like texts. Some people like email. I think it's just communicating in the way that your residents want to communicate. Yep. Love that. Awesome. All right, Chris, thanks for coming on and talking to us about renewal management today. Learn a couple things. Stay 30 to 60 days ahead of it, if not 90, right? And it's all about relationship building. You want to really empathize with your residents and make them feel like it's their home. It's not just a business. So if you can tell listeners where they can find out more about you. Sure. You can go to sharplineequity.com. I'm pretty accessible on Facebook as well with our private Facebook community. Multifamily Unveiled, LinkedIn, you can find me. Awesome. And to all our listeners out there, thanks for listening in. If you like this episode, please head over to iTunes or Stitcher, give us a rating, subscribe and review so we can help grow this podcast. We'll talk to everyone next week. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, 
please go to iTunes and leave a rating and written review to help us grow and reach more listeners. You can also go to the Passive Income Through Multifamily Real Estate Group on Facebook so you can reach Kyle and Gary and ask your questions that you want them to answer on the show. Subscribe too so that you can get the latest episodes. Lastly, to stay updated, go to aptcapitalgroup.com and sign up for the newsletter. If you're interested in partnering with Gary and Kyle, sign up on the contact page so you can talk to them directly. Thanks again for joining us. Be sure to tune in again next week for another episode.